Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association, checking in from Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. Woohoo! Joined as always by fellow <laughs> co-host Chris Martin. I did the woohoo because Chris's hands went up in the air like a celebratory, like celebratory. Let's do this team motion. So Chris Martin, everyone, is joining hey, me hey. as always. I love that woohoo. A, a, a great nod out to Homer Simpson. So well yeah. done. The uh, but yeah, I'm glad to be back, John, for another episode. For those of you that are listening for the first time, my name is Chris Martin, and I am the president and owner of Atlas Marketing. And we tell stories for people who build things. That's actually what we're talking about today, John. We're talking about stories. We're talking about marketing. We're talking about helping people grow their business and how can that impact your company or business. doesn't have to be really just the construction industry, but even though that is our topic of choice, right? It is. It is. We're talking about telling that effective marketing story to uh, reach your targeted audience and making sure the decision makers understand your story. Yeah. So we just tell them we're on time, on budget, and we're done, right? That's it? Boom. That's it. Yes, we're done. <laughs> In fact, I will tell you, those three things are like the worst thing that a construction company could say. And yeah. and there's a reason behind that, not just because John gave me that massive softball there. It, it's actually, we talk about this with, with clients and even prospective clients, like there's so many construction firms out there, not just in the commercial space. You know, if you look into the residential space, there's even more and looking at all of those elements. And if you're hanging your hat on being safe on time, on budget, well, I am here to tell you that you need to rethink your story, your message, your theme, your focus, your value, because there's just too many people that have said that and done it. It's an expectation within the industry. And yeah. I think that's something where if you are kind of saying I'm safe on time, on budget. Well, why aren't you safe? It, it kind of raises a lot more questions that why aren't you on time? Are you telling me that my project's going to be, you know, six months late? All you're doing is planting seeds in your customer's head that that really aren't what are going to help you. You yeah. know what I mean, John? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, so like you said, everyone's on time, everyone's on budget and everyone's safe. But perhaps let me put my marketing hat on here. Perhaps you could deliver your story by showing details and talking about past experiences where you, when you were safe, when you were, you know, excelled in safety and, and how you excel in safety and your training and what you do to stay above the bar and stay above the standard when it comes to safety. And same thing with budget. I mean, prove it. Just don't say it. I can say right. I'm the best. I'm the best quarterback in Dillsburg, you know, but but I'm old. I'm old. I can't throw the ball anymore. So <laughs> now, but if I could demonstrate, you know, what I'm saying that. But I've seen you scamper, man. I've seen you <laughs> run around. You've got footwork. <laughs> yeah, but if a company were to demonstrate whatever major point they want to get across, like if if schedule is their highlight, you know, I think use precon as an example and show show how you how you different differentiate yourself during precon to to work on schedule and to condense the schedule and to get the team to buy in and tell the story, brother. <laughs> tell the story. That's it. Tell that story. I mean, let, 
think if you think about it in terms of what you want people to know about your company or your skill set or your experience, that's what you need to focus on and really help having people focus on answering what we call pain points. Yeah. You know, what like you you just threw out three great examples, pre-con, scheduling, and the budget. Those are those are elements, those are great features. If you've got great skill set in that, those are great features to kind of highlight and and let people know. Um, you know, we've had clients who have come to us and we've helped them through this process where they literally help us understand what the value is that they bring. Yeah. And so what we learned through that process is, okay, maybe your pre-con is so fantastic and, and your estimating team is spot on and they really understand things. Highlight that. Highlight that fact. I'm echoing what you've said, John. So I, I couldn't agree more because I think that's something where people people get so caught up in the actual work itself and don't realize that marketing is you're helping people make a decision so that and that decision should be to hire you so the more you make that easier for them the better you're going to be and i think and you work with a lot of clients and you've been at this a long long time but i think a great approach is don't make it a two-man operation and by that i mean don't let the owner come up and say the owner's like well owner of the company being um you know, schedule is our strength. We're really strong when it comes to schedule. Hey, marketing person, create a story and talk about our schedule and why it's great and why it stands out or whatever. <laughs> I think the more collaborative that you are and you get people that yeah. actually work on it during pre-construction and construction and you get more, more uh, you know, thoughts brewing amongst everyone and the sharing. And from that process, you know, you'll get a better a better product, I, I believe. So, and I'm sure you've probably facilitate a lot of these sessions. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, and you're right. It's funny. I just had a conversation with with a friend of mine today who happens to be a client about this exact topic, and that is, you know, people aren't hiring the owner of the company because they realize the owner of the company is not going to probably do the work. They, so they want to talk to the project manager. They want to talk to the field superintendent. They want to talk to the people that they're going to work with day to day understand that that person or that team has the ability to help them project through its process and become successful. And I think that was, that was really, I mean, that's a huge aspect for people to, to kind of, kind of let go there and say, Hey, here, this is where, what people are actually paying for, which is that expertise of your team. And you hit it right on the head. Yeah. Great, great comment. I like that. Yeah. And it makes sense to me. Additionally, if, if the client wants to hear straight from the superintendent, the project manager, the foreman, all the people that are going to actually build the project. It probably makes sense also then if that's the story that you as the construction company owner want to tell, it probably makes sense to get your, whoever is in charge of your marketing plan and your marketing materials to get them to hear from those people as well, um, right. just to just to get the story. Yes, you know. sir. And and that also, that also ties into your BD folks too, the folks that mm-hmm. are out there cultivating relationships and building up uh, the, the opportunities. I mean, one of the things that we always talk about, or, or we're, I should say, we're not talking about what asked, you talk about telling stories, but what makes a good story? And, you know, we've kind of, we have four, four things that we think make a good story. One the story needs to capture attention. It, it's got to be clever enough that people go, Oh, wow. I never thought of it that way. You know, it has to address a need. Obviously there has to be, you know, something that's going on. And in this case, completing your project successfully on time, under under budget and safe, obviously, are the elements of what 
that need is. But the other side of a really good story is it, it's simple enough that people can get their head around it. But more importantly, it drives people to ask more questions. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's so funny, John, when, when we talk with people and, and we're sitting in there, like you mentioned, facilitating and talking about that. As soon as we say we want to drive someone to ask more questions, the light bulb kind of comes on and it's like, oh, wait a second. This is where marketing becomes a sales component. Yeah, because if the story is compelling enough, if it's capturing attention, if it's simple, now you start to have that component of a conversation. And that's where the salesperson comes in. That's where the owner comes in. That's where your project manager, you know, all of these people coming together to actually showcase the real value of what it is that you bring. And mm-hmm. and, and it's funny how that intersection of marketing and, and sales comes together and BD, one of those things that people usually don't think about. Yeah. When when you were saying that, I was thinking back to a past podcast episode. We had uh, former Speaker of the House Brian Cutler on, and Brian gave the story, and you might remember the exact title, but it was he referenced a book, a leadership book, and said uh, nine out of ten chiefs or something was the story he told. But it was kind of yeah. like the point point you're saying. In that, I'm going to tie this together. Here, don't worry. When you hear chiefs and, and marketing, <laughs> so you talk about when you get this plan, this strategy, when you're working on it, you want to drive people to talk about your company, and you want to drive people to ask questions, and you want to drive that ship towards that direction. But I thought back to Brian's story, and if you get ten people all in the same room, and they're all saying the same thing, so if someone says, "Oh yeah, precons are our strength," and everyone's like, "Yeah, precons good. Yeah, we're real good at estimating. We're real good at this." You want at least one, and perhaps it's the tenth one, the last one to talk to, go against everyone. And while they might not mean it, what they're saying, it's going to get people thinking. And you know, they could say, "Well, if you think that's our strength, what about Project X? Do you remember how horrible that was? And we were two months past, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when other people would start thinking and they say, well, that was that related to whatever, you know. So you get people thinking about schedule and past projects and just a way to get the team thinking and, and collaborating together. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that when Brian was talking about that because he, he used that as um, from a leadership perspective, like you said. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. I think it, it, it does tie in here really well. And you can you can go on buildingpapodcast.com and search for Brian Cutler's name and you can hear the episode that John's talking about. Um, nice plug. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of flows off the tongue too, right? It does. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, it, it's, it's funny. <laughs> Sorry. That was funny. The, the other aspect too, is that a lot of people always think that marketing and business development are, are two totally separate entities and that they have to almost be separate in their communication, in their roles, and their strategy, and all those things. And, and I can tell you, John, firsthand, so many different times, the stronger results come when you have your BD and sales team and your marketing team or marketing agency working together because they both recognize the strengths of each other and build off of that. And I think that's really kind of that, that leadership component of what you're talking about there is yeah. Everybody, if you can get everybody marching in the same or in the same line, but ultimately you have to question it too, mm-hmm. and and really kind of make sure that this makes sense. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're creating publications and some nice pieces to to leave behind and some nice marketing materials that focus on, we keep using precon as the example. So focus on precon and schedule, and then your business development person who's has the FaceTime, you know, with potential clients and and clients. If they're talking about something else, telling a different story, 
you might have a problem on your, you know, the lead behind is, well, he didn't say anything about safety or whatever. They talked 30 minutes about safety. And <laughs> so yeah. it is a good point that you bring up, make sure they're communicating and on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I think it's, I think that's one of the things that, that we see most of all that people kind of overlook that, you know, consistency is also a big component of, of marketing and BD as well. And they, they do go ahead. You know, one of the other, one of the other questions that I get a lot is, okay, I hear you. We need to tell a story. We need to point, point out the value. We need to point out, you know, the, the decision that people need to make and, and hire us, but how do you plan it out? What, what's the steps in that process? You know, and and again, we have a tendency to think in in you know in terms of threes and fours a lot. But I always tell people to simplify, get it down to the simplest core of what it is that you do. I mean, if you're a heavy highway constructor, build roads, yeah, bridges, dams, what you know, those type of things. And if you're a commercial contractor, we get people to work. We put, we put people in in offices and and doing those types of things. So I think trying to that that's a big element. Feel free to be bold. You mentioned it earlier, and I want to come back to it, where out of 10 people in a room and you start kind of that whisper down the lane exercise where somebody will say, oh, yeah, we're really good at pre-con. Oh, yeah, we're really. And, and next thing you know, you get you go all the way around and everybody's talking about pre-construction. Well, that's a perfect indication of the industry. At some point, at some point in some time, long, long time ago, somebody decided, hey, we need to emphasize that we're safe on time and under budget. And then all of a sudden, everybody else starts going, hey, that's smart. Let's do that. And so the industry, just like any other industry, does the same thing. Yeah. So we always try to tell people, you know, be bold. Don't don't just kind of hold yourself back just because you're, you know, a contractor or an architect or an engineer. Uh, and this is what you think everybody will accept. No, you're, you're trying to go out there and tell a story. I mean, Dr. Seuss. He's probably the most famous storyteller, and yeah. he was totally off the he was totally off the reservation. You know, he yeah. didn't do anything <laughs> correct. You know, it was all those crazy poems and yeah. stuff. So, you know, I don't know if that made sense. It did. It did. I like yeah. Doctor Seuss. So. Good. Good. So do I. Yeah. So I like I. I like the point you bring up. You know, just keeping it simple. KCA, we have all sorts of different initiatives and different things we're rolling out all the time. Kind of too much i guess we need to chill out a little bit and slow down but it seems like we got a lot going on working working on them but that's always the first step is just keeping it simple like why are we why are we working with veteran organizations like what's the end goal and what's the mission of that you know so just kind of keep it simple and mission focused you know and and that can be applied to your marketing plan as well so yeah yeah i agree and and the challenge that i think you have at the kca is that you are covering such a vast area I mean, you're, yeah. you're covering from Ohio to New Jersey, New York to Maryland and um, yeah. and all those in between. So that, that is a little bit of a challenge. But, yeah, simplifying really helps people get on, you know, understand where you're going and, and staying focused. I think that's that's an important thing. But um, I could talk for hours on this subject. And I know you could, too, because you're 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 a solid marketer and, and you understand what what needs to go into this. But, you know, the, the one last thing I'll leave you with, too, is something that we always tell clients as well. And that is, you know, as we're simplifying things, there's three elements of that, which is, you know, use use your voice, find your voice, utilize videos, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, nobody wants to read anymore. Everybody's, yeah. you know, either listening to podcasts or watching, watching videos. <laughs> and then also use visuals to kind of support what it is that you're trying to get across. And that goes into, you know, not just your marketing, but your proposals, goes into your documentation, 
if you can give somebody what we call the three V's, you know, the voice, the visuals, and the videos, now you have an ability to reach them across a variety of different ways so that the message is never really misunderstood or lost. And so I, I think that's another key element of that, that a lot of people in the AEC industry can utilize. And, and, and again, just to kind of wrap that up, you know, we call it the three V's, video, voice, and visuals. And those kind of pull everything together in terms of how to go out and tell that story and make it really, really simple for people to, to go, okay, now I know who to call. Now I know who to, who's going to do the best job. For me. Yeah, and that's uh, really good stuff there, the three V's. I like that. It's kind of, I always tell contractors when we talk about this subject is, you know, stand out from the crowd. Yeah. Don't say on time, on budget, blah, blah, blah. You know, stand out, really think about yourself and what makes you different, like we've been talking about. And then that kind of ties into the the three V's, as you mentioned. And and you could utilize the V's to deliver your message in a way that could stand out from your competitors and, and keeping it simple and get more work. That's what life's all about. So, <laughs> Amen. Yes. Amen. You know, John, I really enjoy I enjoy doing these types of episodes because we get a chance to talk because most of the time in our episodes, it's just kind of you and I asking some questions and listening. So it's really this. These are we're going to have to do more of these. We have to talk Let's about, you know, I agree. running an association. Yeah. You know, what What does that take? What is that all about? Let's do it. That all would right. be interesting. That's cool. <laughs> right. I say I uh, enjoyed the talk as well. I learned a lot and uh, ready to stand out as an association and utilize the V's. V. 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 Victory. Yeah. That could be your approach. The the three V's: voice, visual. What am I leaving out? Voice, visual, video. Video. Towards the ultimate V. V V V, v three towards the ultimate V towards the victory. Ooh. So, there you go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> three V's lead to victory. I like yes. that. That's good. That's good. Well, I, before we go, I have to just say this one thing too, John. Woohoo. As you started off, (laughs) as you started off, we shall end. We end on that note. Yes. Amen. Thank you for joining the Building PA podcast. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.